Thank you for listening to the Tech Weekly Podcast. This is episode 18 for Sunday, December 2nd, 2007. My name is Peter Krepline. Yes, it has been probably more than a month and I've uh, since I've made an episode, and uh, I wanted to come back today because, believe it or not, something very exciting is happening uh, with the podcast and with me, and uh, we'll tell you about that a little later. Uh, but first, we have some... Really interesting news to talk about. Uh, let's talk about Google first. The search giant announced officially that it will participate in the bid for the 700 megahertz spectrum next year. Technological enthusiasts all over started uh, making rumors that Google is now interested in going into the wireless services business, but Google has neither confirmed or denied that rumor. So basically, uh, what used to be the analog television bands is now going to be sold at auction, and Google has announced that they will be participating in that auction. That's probably been, uh, that's been speculated for several months, but now we've got official clarification from the company itself, and we love official clarification. NASA has given the final go for the Space Shuttle launch on Thursday. Space Shuttle Atlantis will launch uh, Thursday at 4.31 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. This is officially called STS-122, and the 11-day mission will uh, install Europe's new uh, Columbus Laboratory at the International Space Station. They will return uh, December 23rd, just in time for Christmas. Uh, STS-122 is the last mission of the year, the next space shuttle mission is targeted for launch on February 14th, 2008, and that would be STS-123, and that would be Space Shuttle Endeavor. So, the uh, National Aeronautics and Space Administration is moving forward with the construction of the International Space Station, and they better hurry because the space shuttle is going out of commission very soon. Amazon.com is set to announce a new promotion in which it will give away 1 billion MP3s during next year's Super Bowl. And both Walmart and uh, Amazon have announced that they are less than pleased with the decision by the recording labels to continue to require DRM. So... Basically, two more online music stores. Um, iTunes has already gone semi-DRM-free, although iTunes Plus, which used to be DRM-free, had to pay more. Um, Now it's $0.99 for iTunes Plus. Um, But both Walmart and Amazon, the two second most popular music stores online are teaming up against DRM uh, because basically their customers don't like it. And DRM is very annoying, especially if you buy a song off iTunes and try to put it on something other than an iPod. That's why people don't like DRM. And I used to not have that much problem with it, but I used to not... I used to take all my music off from CDs, so it wasn't a problem, but as soon as I started buying music online, 
It was a problem. So you if you if you come across it, you probably already know that it's annoying, but if you don't know that it's annoying, if you start buying music online, you will find out very soon that it is annoying as heck. And of course, if you want to get one of the one billion songs that's going to be given away, you're going to have to drink Pepsi because uh, they're going to be putting the codes on Pepsi caps, and you'll have to put in five codes to get one song. So if you don't like Pepsi, it's not going to be a great Super Bowl for you. And of course, if you watch TV a lot, you'll know about uh, about the next story. The Writers Guild of America is still on strike, uh, and. If you don't know what the writer's strike is about, we'll give you a little information on what it's about. Uh, the Writers Guild is arguing that they are being shortchanged uh, by the overwhelming use of shows online. So, let's put it this way. If you watch Heroes Online now, you can do that. There are ads in that show. The writers don't make a heck of a lot from those ads. The Writers Guild estimates that the average viewing of a hour-long show by the entire audience of an hour-long show gives the writer about $300 a year. It's not a heck of a lot. The writers want to sign an agreement that would make uh, the online viewing uh, royalties uh, equivalent to that of the television royalties. Uh, because they're getting really short-changed on this as well. Uh, and they're also getting... They're also they also got shortchanged on the DVD side of things. So the studios tried to do something that they thought would be good, uh, but their greedy executives didn't really do a heck of a lot, and the Writers Guild turned it down anyway. So the Writers Guild is trying to make a proposal now that is hopefully pleasing to the studios so that writers can get back to work. Uh, writers and the studios will begin to talk uh, very soon this week. So... If you're bored of reruns already, well, you might be getting even more bored of reruns, because there's still going to be more of them. But, of course, since this show, or podcast, whatever you want to call it, is not written, and it is done spontaneously, you won't have to worry about reruns here. If you're a TiVo fan, you'll like the next bit of news we have for you. TiVo will be coming to a PC near you very soon. A... The trademark office upheld a patent allowing TiVo to partner with Nero, the makers of the popular DVD and CD burning software, to allow you to bring the TiVo experience to your desktop. So what that means is if you've got a Windows desktop uh, with a USB dongle TV tuner card or a TV tuner card built right in, you'll be able to uh, install TiVo on that device. Uh, no word as to whether that will be available for Mac, though, but it definitely will be available for Windows. What isn't available for Windows? Well, anything that's n- available for Linux, practically. Um, also, uh, Comcast pricing. Uh, will Comcast customers will be able to get TiVo for 295 per month on top of their existing DVR service. So if you're a Comcast customer or a Comcast DVR customer and you not really, you really don't like that DVR that they give you, well, you'll now be able to get the TiVo. Uh, that is much loved by many people. And also the Series 4 TiVo will be released very soon uh, by the end of 2008. Well, actually not that very soon. Um, and it will be open to Cable Lab's cable card. And it will also feature 
complete two-way functionality, which may allow you to um, put video on your TV. Uh, so, if you're a TiVo fan, you will definitely like this news. Um, and it is it is very interesting to see that um, TiVo is modernizing and moving from the set-top box that we've always known TiVo to do uh, to be, uh, and it is now moving to a computer, which is which is going to be really good because a lot of people have, um, well, actually, a lot of people don't needed because if you have Windows Media Center you already do have a it's kind of a DVR in there kind of sort of but if you like TiVo you'll definitely be able to uh, put it on your PC very very soon now we're going to get on to some tech weekly podcast news that's right news about the podcast you're listening to right now first of all we are a year old which is a bit of a milestone this is the first podcast I've made and first podcast I've made that's reached year in honor of celebrating one year, uh, we made a new logo. You'll see it soon. And we're also getting some new toys to review from T-Mobile. T-Mobile, uh, special thanks to uh, Amanda Ginther from the Press Contact division of T-Mobile for arranging uh, me to get some phones uh, from T-Mobile. I will be getting the BlackBerry Curve and the T-Mobile Hotspot at Home Uh package tomorrow, actually, Monday. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Uh, So look for reviews of those products. Video reviews, folks. We're going video now. That's another bit of news. Um, Look for those videos, both in the feed and on YouTube. You can search YouTube for the Tech Weekly Podcast very soon. I've already got a a profile set up. Um, So we will be doing some video reviews of that. uh, And we're Definitely expanding. We're going to become a more in-depth podcast in the next year, and I'm looking forward to um, expanding and becoming a bigger podcast. We already have over 11,000 subscribers, um, so I, I'm, I'm looking very forward to expanding. A uh, little bit more iPhone news. I, I don't have the Alleluia sound effect handy, but if I did, I would play it. Uh, Bloomberg, the financial site, is a website. It's a tel television channel on a website, uh, announced that AT&T CEO Randall Stevenson um, said that a 3G iPhone would be available next year, quote-unquote. He couldn't uh, answer questions about the price of the improved iPhone because Steve Jobs will dictate what the price of the phone is, and that's citating Bloomberg itself. Um as far as when, late 2008 is the best guess we can give you. So, iPhone going 3G, which is something that they really need because the iPhone is so slow. Um, let's let's tell you this. I, I've tried an iPhone. I've had five bars of reception. I go to my website. I go to Ars Technia. I go to, um, I don't know, uh, Engadget. It takes forever to load. So... Definitely something, one of the major drawbacks of the iPhone now, uh, and definitely something that hopefully will be corrected very soon. That's about all the time we have for today. Again, look for our video review of the T-Mobile Hotspot at Home technology and the BlackBerry Curve soon on YouTube and in the feed. Also, look for uh, a little bit of an update later in the week about what's going on in the technology world and what's going on with the space shuttle. We thank you for listening to the Tech Weekly Podcast, and of course we thank you for listening for the past year as well. And we hope that you'll join us 
for the next episode of the Tech Weekly Podcast, whenever it may be. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.